The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Geraldine Herbert, motoring journalist, uh, motoring editor of the Sunday Independent is with us. What is the situation, Geraldine, at the moment with getting a driving test? Okay, well, the national average time, Matt, to wait for a test is about 20 weeks. Now, I spoke to the RSA about this and they said one of the reasons is there's just an increased demand. There was a 28% increase in applications for a driving test in 2022. There's been a significant increase in the number of learner permits which have been issued across all age groups. And there's reduced workforce in various test centres. So there's been staff retirements and there's contracted staff who are reaching the end of the dates of their contracts. So all of this just means there's a significant extra demand for a driving test. And this is what we're at at the moment is the wait is about 20 weeks. Why don't they just get more driving test instructors? They are at the moment. They have actually increased their capacity and they're currently in discussion with the Department of Transport to see what additional resources they can get and obviously whatever they can get will determine how fast this backlog is going to be addressed. But that's the situation we're um, at at the moment. Listener here says Drogheda is the largest town in Ireland. It has no test centre. Locals have to drive over 60 kilometres to go to a test centre and that impacts on the environment of people driving for uh, this far for lessons as well. My son is waiting over a year for a test, cancelled twice, still no new date. Do different parts of the country suffer in different ways if 20 weeks is the average around the country? Yeah, no, there are some centres that are obviously much worse than that and some that are better. And that's the one thing I would say, Matt, that if you are looking to do a test and you don't have to do the test where you did your lessons, you can do the test anywhere in the country. I know it's not ideal to get into your car and have to drive the other side of the city or the other side of the country. But if you are desperate for one, you know, that is one of the things you can look at doing. What about retests? If you were to fail your first test and you needed to go again, how long does it take to actually get your second test? Okay, what the RSA say is that they normally invite you to do a second test to do the reset test between six to eight weeks. So definitely, like that, isn't a considerable amount of time to wait. The other thing I would sorry, say is, they might they might suggest that to you, but will you get the booking? Yeah, no, you should get a booking. That's what they're saying between six to eight weeks. So that's if you do fail the test and you have to reset it, you should be accommodated again within two months. The other thing to bear in mind is you can't sit a test without having the learner permit for six months and having um, completed the 12 tests. So you do have some time knowing in advance that, you know, you are going to have to plan ahead. So even at the best of times, it takes about, you know, it can take up to 10 weeks to get a test. So now we're looking at 20 weeks. Okay, that's 10 weeks additional. But like none of these things happen overnight and you do have to plan around that if you are looking to do a test. Remember, once you pass your test, you're not asked to resist again. It's, you know, you do it once and that's it. Of course, there are a lot of people who need their car for work. And this is apparently something that a lot of TDs have been getting correspondence from constituents about, that young people are unable to take up offers of work because they don't have a licence to drive their car to their place of work. Yeah, look, I know that's not ideal, but as I said again, even if you have completed your six months, you know, like even when the situation is that the backlog isn't in place, you're going to be waiting up to 10 weeks for a test. Now you're going to be waiting up to 20. You know, you, you need to plan around that. There's no point taking a job and then expecting to be put on a priority list. That doesn't work. They, uh, the RSA offer the test to the people waiting the most amount of time. They do it as fairly and as transparently as they can. So that is the situation that's in place. As I said, the only thing you can do is look at a test centre that has a shorter waiting time than the average waiting time. Now, if you're a learner driver 
and you can't get your test, if you take a chance on driving to work or driving somewhere else without having a licence holder sitting beside you in the car, what are the potential penalties for that? Yeah, these are steep, Matt. You, you face two penalty points. You face a fine of, I think it's about €160. Euros. But the other thing is your car can be seized and it can be seized even if you're not the owner of the car. And that's since the Clancy Amendment came in. So the guards do have the part and they do seize cars every year. And it's for good reason. I mean, you know, it is not a hardship to expect people to get a full driving licence and to pass the test before they can drive unaccompanied. We know that up to three quarters of the learner drivers who are involved in fatal accidents on the road are unaccompanied. So there is never an excuse to drive unaccompanied. And I know it's not an ideal situation particularly if you're waiting on a full licence for work but honestly it is not worth the risk this is for learners' safety not not for anything else Well for their safety and for everybody else's safety on the road but that's an interesting point that even if it isn't their car so learner driver borrows their mother or Mm. father's car their mother or father could find themselves without a car because it gets confiscated yeah, this was one of the reasons with the Clancy Amendment that it was brought in to discourage people from actually giving, you know, a loan of their car to people to, who they knowingly were driving unaccompanied, or even if they didn't know were driving unaccompanied. If you are stopped as an unaccompanied learner, the car can be seized regardless. Just something else, Geraldine, I want to ask you about when you're there. What's this about a reduction in the grant available for the purchase of an electric vehicle? Yeah, this was something that was talked about. I think there was a lot of people that hoped it was only talked about and it wasn't actually going to happen, but it, was, it has been announced today. So there was an SEI, SEAI grant of €5,000 given to electric cars up to the value of 60000 Now that has been reduced down to 3500 so that's 1500 has been knocked off that grant. But what's even more surprising than that is it's actually been brought in from July the 1st of this year. Now, I had assumed, like a lot of people, that it would be announced this year, but would probably only happen in January 2024. And this would allow people who had obviously ordered cars to take possession of the car before the grant is gone. Now, there will be a lot of people who are in the system, have put a deposit down for a car, but they may not be getting the electric car till August or September. And there's no word on what's going to happen with them when the grant runs out on July the 1st or is reduced on July the 1st. Yeah, what do you think? Is that going to have a major impact, you think, on sales of electric vehicles? I think it'll have a huge impact. We know that even €1,500 might be enough just to tip somebody over, so thinking, you know what, I just can't stretch that far for an electric car. And I think what it'll definitely have a big impact is the second half of the year. People who are now thinking about buying a 232 um, electric car will certainly be put off by any reduction in the grants. Thank you very much, Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor of the Sunday Independent. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.